Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen, but you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships. Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners. And nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Welcome to our first podcast of 2023. And Kelsey, can I just say, I spent New Year's Eve by choice doing absolutely nothing and then getting so much FOMO for you. And I was looking at Instagram and you were in Hawaii swanning yes. around. I think, were you there on New Year's Eve? You were, weren't you? I was there. First time I've oh. been to Hawaii in like 22 years. Only been there one time before. It looked absolutely stunning. She was there flouncing around, looking fantastic, hot, 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 with a friend who was equally as hot. And just you just looked like you were having the best time. And I was sitting at home, bored, thinking, why didn't we organize to go away or go out? But there you go. Very well, you know, what's interesting is I went with a girlfriend whose husband had also died of a heart attack. So for the first time, I have to say, like, to go away with a mother who's also, uh, you know, in my situation and our kids and just have us in a house, no men, no husbands, no dads that we could feel like, uh, that stinks. Mm -hmm. We had the best time. And it just is a real reminder, at least for women, that we can do a lot together. And it's not that we don't need men. Women are good at it, aren't they? Yeah. But we really had an exceptional holiday that I think we both hadn't had since we'd lost our husband. So mm. it was a gift. Hawaii is a really special place. At first I was like, why do I even want to go there? Like LA is very much like Hawaii. It was a totally different vibe. Mm. I felt my whole central nervous system kind of calm down and we just did nothing. I didn't drink at all on New Year's, which is the new move. Mm. I felt great the next day. I don't know if you could pull that off, Tracy, because <laughs> you're a wild woman. Yes, but I don't know about that. I, I um, would love to stay home right, sometimes enough, too. Enough, enough, okay, sure. Right, she's just making me feel even more FOMO. (laughs) Oh, I spent so many New Year's home at nine o'clock. I can't even tell you. I actually am the opposite of you. When I see all those events, I'm like, oh, thank God I'm home cozy in bed. But this time we switched. Mm, We did switch. And also you weren't at an event. You were at some gorgeous poolside. But anyway, enough of that. Right, first question, please. Okay, I'm a woman in my early 40s. And my problem is I can only orgasm with a clitoral vibrator. I can reach orgasm on my own or with my partner, but only if I use a vibrator. I've never had an orgasm another way. I've tried so hard on my own using fingers, but I don't get even close. How do I change this? My current partner would love to make me orgasm. I've stopped using any sex toys as I want it to happen with him only. Is there something I can do? 
Interesting, because you asked me about this, whether or not you can get addicted to a vibrator. And But I can, can I just say the positives about this, first up? Having, she's having regular orgasms solo and with her partner. This is something that not that many women can say that they're doing because so many women can only orgasm with a vibrator but don't tell their partner. So she's already way ahead of the game than with other people. And I also like the wording of it. And it's not like my partner hates it or, you know, my partner wants me never to use my vibrator. It's just simply, I would love to have an orgasm with my partner in a different way. So I like everything about this letter. Now, first of all, reassurance. So there is no evidence, and I check this time and time again, just in case there's been a study and there isn't, there is no evidence that using a vibrator causes any type of lasting physical damage or that it stops you having an orgasm in another way. The reason why women get addicted to vibrator orgasms is that a vibration is the most effective way to stimulate the clitoris and vibrator orgasms feel much more intense than the ones you get through a finger or a hand or a penis because none of, we just can't recreate that level or intensity of stimulation. And what happens is that, you know, it's so much easier. We get into a sort of masturbation laziness where it takes three minutes with a vibrator. Why would you have the time, you know, why would you sit there and do it with your fingers and take 20 minutes? You just don't. So what happens is the nerve endings then become habituated to that level of intensity. And then when you do try and do it with fingers or tongue or whatever, they're like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, this doesn't feel half as good. So let's get, let's make sure she doesn't want to do that anymore and just give me the vibrator every single time. So that is what is happening. And also what I found out when I was researching this, which was really, really interesting, is that we all have a different, like all the stimulation, the vagina and the vulva and the clitoris is different from each person because some women have really tightly packed nerve endings that if they just even have a light touch from a finger or a tongue, they can orgasm really, really easily. And other people have them spaced further apart. So this explains why some women are like, oh, yeah, you know, I can orgasm within a second or no, I take ages and I take, you know, need much firmer stimulation. So it could be that this woman's nerve endings are just spaced out. It's probably a combination of that along with the habituation to that level of intensity. So it does explain because I'm, I'm always with people going, oh, my God, why would you not? just use a vibrator and oral sex, my main methods, right? And they're saying, well, no, well, why would you do that when you can use your fingers? Because I like it that way. So this is why, because we're all completely different. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, I'm glad that you say that you can't get addicted to a vibrator. I do know a lot of women who, once they start using it, they, it, it might not be that they can't have an orgasm, but it takes so long that they start to get in their head. So you're having sex with your husband and it's a, if it's your husband, you've been doing it with him for a long time. So there's nothing really new. It might be bright. It might be in the middle of the day. You might be doing it when the kids are around. And you <laughs> the have this. Again. The brightness. She's addicted to having it dark. Damn. But I mean, because what happens is it feels like for me sometimes that the man wants you to have an orgasm to show that, yeah, that that's, that's what you got. So one of the things I've tried to do as I've gone through this second second phase of my sex life is not have this idea that that's the end goal. So exactly. could can you in, enjoy having sex with him? Can he enjoy having sex with you? And you say, I, I could fake it if you want, because that every woman has mastered that early on. Or I could just say like, this feels really good. I might not end up 
finishing the same way. I might not have that huge release, but I really enjoyed it. And once you, because for me, orgasms during sex are all mental. I mean, yes, they're Mm. physical, but if I start going like, oh, I need this to end, I need this to end, it just, it cuts off the circuit of me having any enjoyment. So I think maybe you give up the dream of it for a while and say, what if I just enjoyed being naked with him? Or what if I just enjoyed this experience? And then eventually your body might go, oh my gosh. But I do think you have to lay off of the vibrator if it's gotten desensitized to where when you're having sex, that motion gives you no feeling. Not necessarily, because there are there are a couple of options for her. Number one is that she can just relax and accept it and move away from this thing that somehow vibrator orgasms are inferior or cheating, because they're not. They are just, they're no better or worse than an orgasm from a penis, a hand, or a you know, a tongue or whatever. So that's the first option. The second option is you can retrain. And one of the ways to retrain is, first of all, you're dead right. In solo and with a partner, you've got to take away this, this is me learning how to orgasm again. It is not. It's about enjoying sex and not having that as your goal because you'll never, ever, ever have an orgasm if you start thinking about that, as we all well know, as you said. But solo, you can actually use a technique where you use the vibrator to take you to almost the brink of climax, and then you ditch it and use your fingers to finish yourself off. So you can actually do that, and then you ditch the vibrator earlier and earlier each time to the point where you're not even using it. So that's a technique that works very well. But if you want to try without the vibrator, yeah, stop using it for at least a month. It takes that long for you to um, desensitize. And then I would suggest, if, if she really enjoys strong vibration, I would try, instead of using fingers, try rubbing against something. Because lots of what that's the second favorite method of masturbation. I mean, and it's really funny with little girls often rub against the, the armchair, right? They'll, they'll literally, and you, and you, I remember being at someone's house once and their little girl was like literally rubbing herself against the arm of a chair to orgasm and the mum thank god it was me there and the mum was going oh my god I don't know what to say to her I don't want to ruin her for life I don't know you know like and and it's how women do it so you can recreate this by using that creating that pressure and friction you can lie on your tummy that's one way of doing it put a pillow between your legs very firm one and you can move the pillow or just sort of gyrate against it another way I thought that would be good to try is with a shower head because that works really well with the partner, she didn't mention oral sex, which I thought was interesting because that's the second most popular way that women orgasm with a partner is through oral sex. So if she has tried it and dismissed it, I would say his techniques needs looking at. And there's there's loads online, loads on my website about techniques that you can try. So maybe she's just dismissed it too quickly. Now, the other thing that's tricky again is he can use a vibrator on the lowest, 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 lowest possible setting. And as he's giving her oral sex, he's holding it on the mons. So she's getting that very, very slight vibration. So the brain thinks, aha, hang on, vibration, I know this, I know that brain, you know, synapse pathway that I need to follow. And it sort of tricks her into like, and then she feels like a sense of security as well. So I would try those methods and see where you get I mean, I think it makes sense, but yeah, keep trying. I don't know if there's anything else on that, but it's such a topic. It's it's such mm. a topic of discussion all the time. And we have so many beliefs around orgasms and how we get them and how we don't. And how we should have them and how we shouldn't. Yeah. And 
It's an interesting. Yeah. I think we've moved away from the vaginal orgasm being the be all and end all. Thank God, because when I first started talking about sex, it was unless you had sex during penetration, there was something wrong with you. And I know a lot of women still think I've that, never but in my life don't think. Yeah, that. I don't think I ever have in my life. So I was, yeah, I figured out other ways. Okay, here we. 
I think you just say to him, look, you know, when for some reason or another, which is quite normal with hormones, you know, I feel really horny during my period. I don't know if you're open to to having sex or not. And if he says no, ask why? Because lots of guys will say no because they think it will hurt you or they, they are just worried about the mess. And if I have to say, if he is squeamish, like, you know, has the reaction that you do, Kelsey, I think you just have to respect that and masturbate. But there are ways to make it less messy. You can do foreplay only sex where you insert a tampon and you just you just tuck the cord yes. inside. And you can do breast play, play with vibrators. You can non non um, penetrative ones, of course, have oral sex, and there's no mess at all. So that's an option. With intercourse, you must remove the tampon. Do not have sex with a tampon in. Women do it. What? And it pushes it right up the top. They either forget about it. And then suddenly there's a terrible smell or it gets pushed right in and then they don't know how to get it out. And then you have to go to the doctor and, or the emergency department, which is always a really good thing to do. Now, so remove the tampon if you do want to have intercourse and just be, you know, practical about it. Get a dark coloured towel, have wet wipes by the bed or do it in the shower or the bath. And I would suggest that you choose a position where you're not looking at it. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah, if you're side by side and him penetrating from behind, so you're both lying on your sides and him, he's penetrating, you're not seeing anything. You can forget about it. And then most of the time it's only a mess at the end anyway. So there I, you go. I, I love that in in this request it says my new partner because I think in the beginning maybe this is is a great idea. I would love to meet a married couple that's been together 10 years that still is like, can't wait, can't wait the four days. Let's hit it. So anyway. Yeah, because good. most people quite like the break, don't they? They're like, oh my God, yeah, thank God I'm on my period. I've got a bit of an excuse. Oh God, you can you can watch Netflix and lay next to each other. Doesn't that sound hot during that messy period? Okay. Anyway, well, <laughs> I'm so glad that you're a professional because I almost threw up in my <laughs> mouth thinking about it. Okay. Here we go. Last one. <sighs> Six years ago, I met a man at a music festival and we spent one day and one night together. It was like something out of the movies. The second I met him, I felt like I'd known him forever. The conversation flowed and when we kissed, it was perfect. We danced and had so much fun together. He was camping, so I stayed the night and we had sex, which was like nothing I've ever experienced. The next day, we went to swap numbers and he said, that was just perfect. Let's leave it perfect. I agreed, though I was dying inside. He walked away and I'll never see him again. He's all I think about. I relive every moment and no one comes close to making me feel the way he did. I worry I'll never feel this way again or have sex like that. How do I break the spell? Oh, shit. Well, I can break the spell for you. Me too. Easily. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you're going to say the same thing. Any guy, first of all, it sounded like a Mills and Boone novel, didn't it? I'm sorry, but it, it was a little bit OTT. And the, I'll break the spell. The reason the guy says to her, it's perfect, let's just leave it as it is, he's married or he's got oh. a girlfriend or he's got a commitment issue. If it was that perfect, why wouldn't you want to exchange numbers? I mean, number one, that's my first point. Yeah. You? No, I mean... Like the first time, the first night that, that you do anything, it's you're on you're on drugs, you're on chemicals, not actual yes. drugs, but you might have been on drugs. But you, nothing was real about that moment. You don't sleep outside with somebody. There's not a band playing. Like there's nothing realistic about what that night was. It was fun. We used to call it spring break love, like where you'd meet someone on the beach and like for 24 hours, they were it. 
Yeah. And then you realize like, this isn't real. This is vacation. This is a experience that has nothing to do with reality. And the fact that I actually like this guy because he didn't swap numbers and he didn't keep it going to have his ego stroked. He just was like, that was a one-nighter lady. You had mm-hmm. a hell of a one-nighter. That's what you had. You guys don't mean anything to each other. You just had great sex, which is, you know what? Enjoy that. And also, I mean, I felt a bit, I I presume this person's quite young because I think when you get older, you realize that there are lots, it's so easy to have a night like that. I think. I've had loads of nights like that. I haven't. Why, had... why have you had loads, <laughs> loads of those? I've had no, zero no, of those. Not necessarily one night stands, but I mean, that magical, everyone has a magical first night. And most people, I mean, the amount of times I've had magical three months, and I always say to people, <laughs> never do anything right. in that first three months because you do not know. You've got to see somebody for a whole year in all different seasons Agreed. and what they're like at five o'clock in the morning getting up for a plane and stuff. So I, so, but most of us sort of recognize that that's not true love that's infatuation that's a young person's version a rom-com version of love and then and sometimes you look back on I mean I think about some of those times and I look back and I think oh god that was such a good night that was hilarious or that was great and then I think my next thought is always and most people's is wonder what that guy would have really been like or I wonder what that girl would really have been like if you never see them again because you don't know someone like that and I I mean sure you know the stars aligned for her but I mean there's got to have been a lot of heavy idealization going on here I mean there's a lot of fairy dust sprinkled over that memory over six years and it's nothing like what actually happened and I mean you had sex in a tent so like you guys were either whatever it was you there was music like I said I tried to tell Tracy it was dark (laughs) there was music you probably had some drinks like that's not reality that's not you were in a tent for god's sakes I also think that what you're asking at the end or what she's asking is like, how do I break this? How do I break the crazy in my head? Mm, well, good luck, mm. ladies. That's what we've done. We've, we are the best loopers in the world. Like we, mm. when we get fixated on someone or some event, our brains can go for hours. I am the master of that. I mean, I can create stories and, and I, I am a dog on a bone about a guy or a thing. So I would suggest that you write down how you feel I would write down that whole entire moment and that evening and and put it on paper so you don't forget and then let it go. Say it's on paper and I don't have to keep running through it. And then also realize that you might need to do a little meditation or you might need to do something just because you're you're literally stuck on it. Your brain mm. can't fire without thinking about it. He's gone. He's bye-bye. We don't even know where Camping Boy is anymore. Camping Boy's at home with his three kids and his wife yeah. right now. He is, and he always was at home with him. Well, he had one <laughs> night off to go on that weekend. But so I true. think also it's obviously serving her in some way. So mm. what is it that she's longing for a perfect love that doesn't exist? So what's stopping her from getting, I mean, first of all, she's desperately trying to recreate it. And just with the orgasm, you've got to, she's got to give that away. You know, you've got to think to yourself, I've idealized that. It never was as great as what I've made it out to be. So let's just get out there, turn off the rom-coms, you know, put this memory to bed and get out there in the real world. But maybe something's happened. I mean, because it's serving her, it's stopping her from falling in love and she likes to be stopped. So maybe it's that she's been hurt or maybe the pain, you know, something's happened with the parents. There's some kind of messaging there. 
Yeah, and what what you could, what, if we want to turn this around to positive, because that's what I'm going to do now, since I've already yelled at her, <laughs> how awesome that you had a night with someone you felt connected to. How off, awesome that you had a night where the sex was mind-blowing. So memorize how that felt. Rem- memorize what it felt to be with someone who you felt loved and cared for and that the sex was awesome. And now you know it's possible. So it sounds mm. like he showed you something. So I always say, you know, people are a, a light along the way. So you probably were only meant to know that guy for that amount of time, but he showed you a lot of what you thought wasn't possible. So now mm. you know. Now you go find a guy that's not married or not at a, in a tent and that wants to give you his number that makes you feel the same way. It has. There's a 8 billion people in the world. I promise you, you can yeah. find him again. And also be realistic that, honestly, it's six years she's been thinking about this night. Is it that is what it said? Holy six shit, six years. years. Oh, right. now now that you need to go to counseling. She needs counseling. <laughs> the night that she's thinking about is if you've been thinking about something for six years, every time we have a memory, we overlay it with how we're thinking about it. It becomes different. The night she's thinking about did not exist. So there's the reason why no one's matching up to it is that you've idealized it to such a ridiculous extent that it doesn't exist. Yeah, I missed the six years. That's a whole nother ballgame, sweetheart. Mm. Call, call someone. Would be a good idea, counseling yeah. would be good if we're six. I thought it was like six weeks. Sorry, I missed no. that. Yeah, we need help here. We need mm. we need an expert, which is us. We do, which is <laughs> us, of course. But maybe yeah, we, if we haven't talked a little bit of sense into you, and I do feel like you need common sense perspective on this, then yes, you can go and talk to a therapist and explore. Like because he he or she will go straight into right. Why are you pursuing this perfect love and? Why don't you go for something that's realistic, you know, however old you are, unless you're only 17 or 18, in which case you're just, you know. You had a night. Cheering. Yeah. And I'll tell you again. Yeah, she can't be that old because she would have had it at 12. <laughs> music. You know what I feel about darkness and music. I get it, lady. Yeah. I get it. So, yeah. Okay. It's right up your street, isn't it? I, oh, my God. That is a fairy tale <laughs> moment for this girl. And country music even more. Let's country go. Country music. Let's do oh it. Oh, my God. Kelsey, mm-hmm. no way. Really? It's the truth. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you. I love a story about love. I love I love meeting somebody at a bar and finding them on the dance floor. Yes, I do. I do. So, oh, so it is. Fabulous. I feel like we've touched on a lot of things. I feel like today we've we've helped some people, I hope. Good. And defended some people probably as well. Oh, I hope so too. Or it wouldn't have been a good <laughs> podcast. All right. We look forward to talking to you guys next week and welcome to 2023. Let's make it a great yes. year. Absolutely. Good one for everybody. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextoppod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.